The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Wanted to get to this is a pretty cool story. There's some amazing research being done at the University of Alberta. There's always amazing research, it seems, being done at the University of Alberta. Um, and, and this project that I'm going to be telling you about has been in the development for a few years now, and it could be a game changer when it comes to masks and COVID-19. Dr. Alaria Rubino has been working with another researcher in Georgia State University on a mask. Now, get this, that allows salt to kill pathogens in COVID-19 as they land on it. She was recently recognized for her innovative work. Dr. Rubino joins us this afternoon. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. All right, pretty exciting stuff. You've been working on this for about, uh, I think, about five years now. What made you originally think about this? Because I think, you know, five years ago, was was PPE and developing better or different PPE really on uh, too many people's radar? Why was it on yours? We identified that um, the mask technology had uh, a gap because um, pathogens can survive on their surface and so masks are usually recommended for a single use and they have to be handled um, carefully and so our goal was to um, develop a technology that will be able to um, make the masks as effective as possible. So Dr. Rubino explain to me how this would Work. How would this salt on uh, on a mask work? How does it how does it kill the pathogens? Sure. So, um, the, uh, airborne pathogens are carried in the air through droplets, and so once a droplet lands on the salt coating, the salt dissolves into the uh, liquid of the droplet, but then the droplets uh, evaporate uh, quickly and the salt crystals grow back with sharp edges and the sharp edges are able to severely damage the pathogens and this leads to their um, neutralization. How long does it take to neutralize these pathogens then? We've actually found it's, um, it's quick. It happens within five minutes, which is great because, um, you know, uh, people tend to touch their face at least every few minutes. <laughs> Yeah, I just touched my face as you were speaking, doctor. <laughs> yeah, and it's amazing once you're you're aware of it, how often you do touch your face. Okay, so this is fascinating stuff. So, give me an idea about about the mask itself. What is is the mask just one layer with a coat of salt on it? Is it a couple of layers? And I'm curious to know, would it be salty to the person who is wearing the mask? Would that be uncomfortable for them? So um, the final design, um, it really depends. So we can either, for example, coat the middle filter of three-layer masks. So that would be the filter that is the the layer that is actually the filter. Uh, We've done that before. We can also coat just fabrics that have very large uh, pores. And uh, we found that the salt coating not only inactivates the pathogens, but it also increases their ability to capture the pathogens. And so we're Mm. actually able to use these fabrics as filters themselves. And so we have a lot of freedom on the final design. 
Um, and you no, know, I don't think you should um, <laughs> feel salty. But what, and another concern that um, when we started quoting masks is that um, is it gonna affect the breathability? So can we still yes. easily breathe through the mask? And we actually found that it it doesn't uh, change the breathability level compared to the uh, regular mask that does, doesn't have any salt on it. Interesting stuff. Okay, I want to go back to um, when we were talking about um, how how quickly the the pathogens are neutralized. You said you know within about five minutes. When it comes to overall effectiveness on killing the pathogens, I mean, you know, it can say it can be done in five minutes, but does it kill eighty percent of the pathogens? Does it kill ninety percent of the pathogens? You know, what is your testing shown on that? I believe that five minutes are around uh, 90 to 99 percent um, wow. in terms of inactivation. We've been testing, you know, different types of um, uh, viruses or bacteria, so it varies a little bit. Um, but yeah, it's 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 highly effective, I would say. Okay, so you said you've been testing some other viruses as well. So you've you've tested. What are you, what have you tested on this? We have tested different strains of influenza virus when it comes to um, viruses. Okay, and and it's and it's successful. You're seeing those those high numbers in in all of the cases. Exactly, because uh, what's um, unique about this um, salt-based mechanism of neutralizing the pathogens is that it physically destroys the pathogen, and so it's. Um, highly independent independent of the pathogen itself. Wow, this is fascinating stuff. One of the things that I think is interesting of this as well, I know there's been a lot of talk about the amount of PPE that is being used right now by our healthcare workers, certainly, you know, and workers, you know, uh, around the world. When it comes to the footprint of these masks, I mean, right now you're not, these these are not a, a one and done sort of thing. They are reusable, aren't they? Exactly. So the idea that by being able to neutralize the pathogens, um, they can the mask can be reused without any further decontamination process instead of um, having to be disposed after um, a few hours. So it could be safely uh, reused again. Do you have any idea how long the uh, the ability to neutralize the pathogens lasts for? Like how many, how long could, let's say, a nurse wear this and how, you know, um, or how many times could they wear it? It's actually quite long lasting because um, we tested um, the salt coated masks um, against the pathogens after we had kept them continuously for multiple days um, inside a chamber where we expose them to high humidity to sort of replicate mm. the humidity of your breathing against the mask. Yeah. And they were still showing highly effectiveness after that. And that's like continuous exposure, you know, like um, for multiple days. So um, we do believe it, it will be, you know, reusable pretty much as much as you would want to reuse a mask. But, you know, doctor, I'm, I'm wondering, is there a concern about, um, you know, touching it after wearing it? Because we hear all the time about the proper way to put on masks and to make sure that we don't touch it, all that sort of stuff. Would there be concern about taking it on and off and, and using it at different times and somehow getting something on your hands um, and, and transferring something that way? 
Yeah, that's one of the other challenges that we wanted to address. So making it as safe as possible to handle by having this, um, you know, integrated decontamination process in the mask itself. Obviously, we still need to be um, careful about keeping our hands clean um, Mm -hmm. when we handle masks. But the idea is to make it as safe as possible. Dr. Alario Rubino joining me this afternoon. Could this technology be used anywhere else or is it being considered to be used anywhere else, doctor, that you know of? So the idea that we started with was face masks, so um, potentially surgical masks, um, respirator masks. But, um, for example, we could also think of using this in air filters, for example, in Mm -hmm. hospitals or other facilities. Um, Yes, the idea is whenever there is a concern about um, airborne pathogens. Very interesting. Okay, so this mask, this salt-coated mask, um, what's the next step for it? When might we see it being used in a hospital, being used commercially? You know, what does that timeline look like? Right, so we're hoping um, for it to be on the market by the end of 2021. Wow. By 20, so are there still some, some more hoops that you have to jump through to get it, um, to get the, the big go-ahead with it? Right, so there's certain um, regulatory steps um, that um, the, the mask devices need to go through and um, some scale-up procedures to uh, set up. Well, interesting. You know what? I know you along with uh, the the researcher that you've been working with at Georgia State University in Atlanta. I mean, this has been something I think it's going to have a, a big impact moving uh, forward. Recently, you were recognized with an innovation awards from MyTax, which is the Canadian not-for-profit organization that um, receives funding from the federal government to honor researchers for academic institutions. Uh, Dr. Rubino, um, congratulations on the award and congratulations on the success so far of this salt-coated mask. I'm really interested to see what happens over the coming year with it. Congratulations. Oh, thank you so much. And I'm so um, grateful for my text recognition of this research and their support in our international collaboration between uh, my group at University of Alberta and um, the group at Georgia State University. Wonderful. Dr. Rubino, uh, thank you for joining me this afternoon. All the best. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, take care. Isn't that interesting? If you want to read more about it, you can check it out at globalnews.ca. And again, the University of Alberta has a great um, newsletter that comes out pretty much every day, and it's called uh, Folio. And uh, they'll put out some great stories of some of these cool things that are happening at the university uh, like this. So this this will be neat to see what happens and, has, and as it uh, continues to progress. But within five minutes, eh? You know, that pathogen, the salt crystal comes through it, damaging the bacteria within five minutes.